0: All right, so record has been set. So uh, thank you again, everyone, for joining us here for our uh, top virtual staffing solutions uh, virtual hall sessions. And today we have a super great guest with Mr. Rod Bourne. He is the uh, distant cousin of Jason Bourne. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I taught him everything that I know, and then
0: I got
2: out of the business. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> speaking, of, uh, uh, speaking of media out there, right, Jay? So uh, anyway, let's just get some le- legalese out of the way first. <laughs> so for everyone that's participating here, you are giving us implicit consent that you are comfortable that we are going to share this to the public. And so hopefully I am not going to receive a, an invoice from your talent manager or agent that you were part of this virtual hall session. So, uh, and obviously anything that you are going to learn from these, uh, from these sessions, these are for uh, educational purposes only. So please make sure you uh, approach and reach out to whatever professional that you are working with. So today our focus is business. Last session was with a medical doctor. So, regardless, you still talk to the rightful professionals with whatever you're going to learn. So, I am done with my
3: (laughs) spiel.
0: So, again, thank you, everyone, for joining in. And Rod, the (laughs) floor is yours. So, and I will go ahead and stop All right. Okay. So, yeah. Yes go ahead rod feel free to introduce yourself a little bit more and what what you do
1: well thanks so much for having me in the big in the beanbag so to speak it's good to be here good to see you uh thanks for everybody for tuning in i really appreciate it so my name is rod born and i wear two hats these days i work with goldman sachs on their Ten Thousand small businesses program which is a nationwide program i represent the maryland district and I primarily do outreach for it, and it's a fantastic program. Uh, It is designed specifically for small business owners who have at least two people on payroll, have been in business for two years, and 100,000 in revenue. It's a free program, but it is highly competitive to get into, and essentially it is formatted the same way that, if you've ever been through a Leadership Maryland, Leadership Baltimore kind of program where they get together once a week for a full day in Baltimore City and they work on their growth plan. Uh, It is really a game changer for folks who go through it. Um, The other hat that I wear is I own and am lead ninja for Downset Lead, which is a strategic growth company. And we do coaching and we do uh, seminars and we do keynote speaking so for for us it's all about making sure that you're enjoying what you're doing uh we spend an awful lot of our lives at work or thinking about work or developing work growing work and if you aren't enjoying it there's a disconnect there somehow and what we do is help people and organizations look at making that connection right again
0: For everyone uh, just joining in, thank you again for participating and uh, for being here. So as I chatted here, uh, if you have any questions for our expert in Rod, uh, feel free to either unmute yourself or chat accordingly. Uh, Or if you want it to be a little bit private, you can just click on the uh, the bottom left of the screen. You can either chat Rod or myself. so if you have other specific questions, again, this is being recorded as we want to go ahead and share this to the public for whatever else that we can go ahead and learn. And as Rod has mentioned, she's, he's doing all of these seminars and workshops prior COVID-19 and whatever other information that we can go ahead and get right now that would be helpful. But maybe Rod, since we have guests right now, whoever wants to go ahead and share about what they do for about thirty, sixty seconds, uh, would we be good to make that happen, Rod? Would that be fine? Sure. Yeah. That, I
1: mean, it's always great to know who's on and whoever wants to share. Um, you know, just you know who they are, who they're with, and something that's on their mind regarding this.
0: That would be super. So, anybody who's willing to share, either you can just type or. Respond and yeah,
4: this, this is David Littorello. I'd be happy to uh, introduce myself
3: Hey
1: David, thanks hey, for being David. on board. Good to see you Rod David is uh, someone I know from um, Siemens he's uh, heavily into logistics and uh, has actually been a mentor of mine through the years
4: it 's a two way street rod we both learn from each other that 's the exciting piece and uh, thank you for inviting, inviting me um, in addition to supply chain my, my real passion is in data analytics and business intelligence.
0: Awesome, thank you and it 's great that you guys are continuing to be in touch and whoever's mentoring or being a mentee. this is great and It's super critical, especially right now, on how we can continue to bounce off ideas and how we can be productive and constructive.
1: I I think that's absolutely key, Manuel. You know, um, I'm I'm blessed with a lot of very good mentors uh, that I've developed friendships with. And, uh, you know, mentoring to me is something that is absolutely key to success in growing yourself and growing your organization. Um, One of the things that I quite often talk about is that at any given point in time, you should be able to point to two people in your life who are your mentor, one who is more of a professional mentor, one who is more of a personal mentor, and all you want to do is just glean as much as you can with that person, from that person, and in that interaction – that person's going to get things from you. Um, You know, quite often it's, you know, there's a little bit of an age difference and the younger person can kind of teach the older person, you know, the the new ways about, you know, usually around technology or other things. Um, Typically, if if it's a person who's your mentor, you've got something in common and they're going to want to continue to learn. The mentor is going to want to continue to learn also. So if they can learn the perspective of the younger generation, that's going to be kind of the give back for them. So you should never feel if you're a mentee in a relationship that I'm not giving anything back because by being active in that relationship, you are. And aside from the professional mentor that you have in your life, you should have a personal mentor. And that is just someone who you look up to and it's very, very hard. I, I try to be very clear on this. It's, you're, you're going to be really hard pressed to find someone who is like, wow, I want to be exactly like that person, but it can be someone who they are a fantastic father in your eyes. They're a fantastic spouse in your eyes. They're a fantastic coach in your eyes. Um, you know, they're a fantastic, whatever it is um, outside of the business realm. And you just hang with that person. And you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with specifically asking, you know, hey David, hey Jay, hey Chloe, uh, hey Donovan, you know, how is it that you do that? You know, what makes you so good at this? And, you know, they'll laugh and be like, well, you know, I just do this, this, and this. But you learn from them. And um, you just kind of put that in your collective, uh, you know, and you try to keep that in the front of your mind as you are trying to be a better, you know, spouse or coach or whatever it is that you're trying to be. So, Always, you know, one of the takeaways that I would really impress upon people is think, write down right now, who's the one professional mentor in your life right now? And who is the one uh, personal mentor in your life? And what are you doing to spend time with them?
0: On that note, I will up that level. I'll give everybody a few seconds, actually reach out to them, text them or email them or whatever to say hello and say thank you. Wherever Absolutely. that person is. So. I think that's great. I'll do that myself right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, when I'm giving talks, I, I quite often like to make people think and do a little bit of work at their desk um, so that they've got something to reflect on when they go away from, from the talk.
0: And that's the whole idea of why we're doing this. And as I could see here, Miko talking, sharing that. And I assume he's referring to me. Awesome. (laughs) Just like what you mentioned about intergeneration right now, I keep telling him he's the one inspiring me because in spite of not being in school, he's being active with other things. So uh, Miko, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit more of all the other things that you're doing. So feel free to unmute yourself. Yeah, that'd be great to hear Chat or, okay, I think he's just chatting. Okay. And then anybody else, um, Chloe, Kevin, Donovan, Lisa, Jean-Marie, hopefully I'm saying your names correctly, and, and the other Rod, I'm, I'm seeing, wait, why is it, I'm reading here, as, did you change your name?
5: The I think Rod changed my word. name, yeah, um, so my name is, it's actually Jay Allenby, uh, president of Safe Harbors, but Safe Harbors Business Travel, Corporate Travel Management, and full disclosure, I have known Rod for many years, and he has helped us and our company on many different levels from um, management, organization, customer service. So, uh, thank you, Rod, and I sent you a thank you by text too. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> and I tell you, I, you know, I, um, you know, if you don't know Rod, he is actually six foot eight, so I look up to him all the time.
1: <laughs> I'm five nine in heels. <laughs> Great to see you, Jay. Thank you very much for being here and for your support.
5: You bet. Wouldn't miss it. All
0: right, thank you. Uh, Anybody else who wants to share what they do? Uh, And if not, no worries. I'll just pause for a few seconds here.
5: Hi, this is Donald. Uh, uh, Just following uh, uh, the supply chain discussion that uh, was started earlier, I actually work for the Port of Baltimore, so supply chain obviously near and dear to my heart. The supply chain world has been getting a lot of press lately, obviously, with critical COVID supplies coming in and uh, looking at infrastructure networks. Um, From my experience, uh, I know Rod more on the personal level, getting to know him a little more on the professional level. Uh, For those that know Rod, I think you know he's straightforward, honest, forthright, uh, really does what he says he's going to do. Uh, And I think someone that people can rally around and certainly trust.
1: Thank you for the kind words, Donovan. Thanks for being here.
5: Certainly. Yep. And uh, like Fletch, I know you said you're five, nine and a half in heels. Be curious to know what you are with the Afro. <laughs> for those few who knew me back in my teen, I had,
1: I had a lot of hair back then. I was, I was closing in on six foot.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that, and then everybody else here, I know you guys have your respective expertise of what what you can go ahead and share. I, I think Rod and I are more than welcome to go ahead and listen to to what's going on out there, yeah, especially like what you mentioned, uh, Donovan. I think it was Donovan was speaking that, uh, regarding supply chain, please, by all means, a little bit later, that would be great. Thank you for that. I think somebody
2: else kind of uh, unmuted themselves. Kevin? Yeah, that's uh, Kevin here. Kevin Sizik. Uh, I work with the Pennsylvania Healthcare Association, and we um, represent, advocate um, for long-term care communities in Pennsylvania. Um, so this, the this situation we're in with COVID nineteen is is absolutely insane for us. And speaking of supply chain, and getting uh, protective equipment, but we focus mainly on regulatory and legislative advocacy for the long-term care population. Awesome. And I've known Rod. We went through. We actually met at uh, Harford Leadership Academy back in was it 2007, 2008, 2008. And um, and Rod and I, of course, have, have kept in touch ever since, um, bouncing ideas off of each other. I know he's helped me a great deal, uh, personally and professionally. And um, one of the things I appreciate most about Rod is we can we can go like a year and not. Not have much communication, but we just pick right up where we left off, and um, that's uh, few people can you do that with. So I, I really appreciate um, Rod for that, and I'm really excited for for the work you're doing, Rod, with Goldman Sachs and Downset Lead. Um, I think all of this has been a long time in the making for you, so it's good to see it all come into fruition.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for being here. Thanks for the kind words and. Um, Hearts out to you for the work that you're doing um, with with your with your work. I, I can't imagine uh, the the tough issues that you've you've been dealing with. So uh, God to you, my friend.
0: Amen. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Who else who would like to share what they're doing? Yes, go ahead, Miss Lisa.
6: Yes. Hi, I'm Lisa Fuller, and I came on a little late, so all I heard was introduce yourself. Um, I am a local insurance agent. I handle home, auto, small business, life insurance, and um, I'm very good at it. I'm a certified insurance counselor, and I really take my clients' needs into consideration with every proposal. Um, I've known Rod a long time through various endeavors, networking, we work together for the Boys and Girls Club on their Kiss a Pig. Uh, fundraiser where rod runs the fabulous catch a pig 5k race and um i follow him wherever he goes
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not the pig though that you're trying to catch right
1: Uh, (laughs) the kid in a pig shirt now
0: the pig (laughs) shirt yes there we go all right thank you lisa thank you for being here and thank you for sharing what you are doing yeah,
1: Lisa's uh, fantastic at what she does. You need insurance. She I mean she takes care of you. She's penultimate with customer service.
0: Super. Thank you. All right. I Chloe and I think David and Jean if you're willing to share, if not no pressure. How
3: about Hi. Okay. Hi, I'm Chloe. Um, I come here f- American for my master' degree, and I know Rod as a twenty-four floor hour at our Carey Business School, <coughs> and it's like, um, like, it's all the whole thing is magical to me because I never feel like I can, you know, find someone like like I want to be exactly like Rod someday. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <don't>. <laughs>
1: Thank you for the kind words, Chloe. It's great to see you. Thank you for being here. Chloe is an incredibly intelligent and personable individual with an amazing background. She has an engineering background. She has a finance background. I, I would love to keep her here in the United States if we could. If, if anyone needs someone who has got those kinds of smarts and a big heart, talk with Chloe. She's really a, a bright individual. I'm blessed to have met her through the Carey School at Hopkins.
3: Thank you,
0: thank you. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being here and Maybe this is a time for me to inject a little bit. Uh, I will have a lawyer an immigration lawyer uh, two, two weeks from now for a virtual uh, session like this so Whoever you guys think that could benefit from that. That would be great. So thank you for being here Chloe. I uh, David Jean Marie Miko if you guys want to share If, okay, go ahead, David, I see you I've unmuted yourself. If you're speaking, I don't think we're hearing you.
4: Okay, how's this, is that better? There you
0: go, that's so much better. Thank you, David.
4: Yep. <laughs> Regarding mentors, um, I've been fortunate to have um, some key um, colleagues of mine, including Rod, uh, and uh, some former um, uh, work, uh, managers uh, that uh, have really influenced my life and not only uh, from a business point of view but how I look at things and how I interact um, the emotional intelligence piece uh, and and lots of uh, behavioral skills good leadership skills so um, I, I feel very fortunate very blessed to have uh, those contacts
1: David and I actually uh, have run a couple of Mentoring trainings together. Um, and, and it was really neat to be able to design it with him, run it with him. Um, one of the things that we do through Downset Lead is um, go into larger organizations and we team up. But we have everything I've been talking about up to this minute has been more of an informal mentoring kind of style. Um, but we've created formal mentoring programs where we align more senior people, the, the stronger people uh, in an organization with the uh, younger, the, the um, high potential employees. And what we've done is we we go in and we train the people on how to be mentors or how to be mentees, and then we team them up together. And it's typically while... The, the mentees are also going through a training program at the same time. So they're getting training but they're also getting in-house formal mentoring. And it's it is wonderful to see the impact that mentoring has because it it doesn't just double the effect. Um it it it's even greater because the mentees are, are learning from the mentors. But the ment mentors are also like, oh I gotta be on my game because I now have you know, Chloe is paying attention to me, so I better be doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and I better be doing it well. So, um, you know, it, it, it overall it just raises the the entire uh, harbor, so to speak, um, with everybody in terms of their work acumen, um, the attention they pay. Uh, it reinvigorates the workforce when you have a formal mentor program going on along with the training that you've got going on so i would encourage organizations that are large enough to be able to do that to pair up more senior people people who are strong leaders people who have the personality um traits that you want to for your younger and newer employees to to be able to do something and and yeah i mean you can do it with the with a team that's as small as eight or 10 people. Um, So, but just a really powerful program that David and I have done a few times. Yeah, Rod,
4: if I could add a little bit more color and context to it. Yep. Um, One of the things that we saw as a quick benefit with the mentor program was that, especially um, for the young employees that were targeted as high-performance employees with high-performance potential, when they join a big organization, it's very easy to become overwhelmed uh, and fall through the cracks. And by establishing a mentoring program, um, we had a direct impact on turnover. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, only two or three years after our program, I met with some of uh, the hospital personnel and uh, they, they greeted me uh, and, and Reinforce the importance of that mentoring program, so it it it's an ongoing type of program that both it, it's truly uh, a win win situation and and I think Stephen Covey said you know one plus one actually equals three when you have that synergy and and there were one or two cases right rod that the 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 culture or the availability of time uh was it wasn't a good fit yeah but for the most part high ninety nine percent um effectiveness. So it was um, very encouraging and it's a great program um, to really uh, exploit the full potential of your new employees. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, in, in the program that we ran, run, the way it's designed, you're going to have kind of a bell curve effect where um, the majority of the people, it, it's going to be fine. Um, you know, the, the mentees and the mentors um you know, usually the, the biggest issue is getting time for them to meet, but they they manage to work it out. They 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 figured out uh, what works best for them uh, in terms of meeting face to face as well as meeting uh, in other ways, and uh, and so the, the vast majority it goes really well. You have two or three who um, a percent of it that it doesn't match well, and it's usually because someone that isn't believing in the program, someone's putting nothing towards the program. And what we do is we monitor all of this, uh, You know, we, we take it off of the plate for the human resources uh, department and we measure everything that's going on and report back to them. So in those few instances where it's not clicking at all, we'll raise the red flag and we'll go in and we'll, we'll work on fixing the problem. Sometimes it's just a matter of, of shifting uh, the people around. And then, in you know in ten percent of the cases or sometimes more it t- it totally blossoms. the people really get one another, they connect with one another and are going above and beyond what at least the minimum criteria is in terms for meeting, talking, learning from one another, and you just see that blossom and when that re- when that happens um, you know, the the sky's the limit. It really, really is. But everybody gets something out of the program. Um, and you know, having that form program, And like David said, you know, he had that opportunity to go back. Uh, we, we were working with a hospital and he had an opportunity just to happen to be there. They recognized him and they're like, Hey, guess what we're doing now? And you know, they told him all these great things that was happening in their career two to three years after we had gone in and done the training. And It's just proof positive that mentoring works.
0: Absolutely. And maybe after Miko and Jean, if they're comfortable sharing what they're doing, we can go in a little bit of those details if that's okay with you guys. So uh, Jean Marie or Miko, uh, care to share, speak up, or just chat?
1: We don't have to.
0: Alright, yeah, <laughs> no pressure. Too. No pressure. Uh, but we want to be as inclusive as possible. And what's amazing here is that even with the introductions that were made, I think we were already learning things that what we have set forth of what the objective of this virtual uh this this virtual hall the session that we want to go ahead and do. So and and this and one thing that I'm going to take away because for me I had the honor of to uh, talk to Rod about for three, four weeks now, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm a newbie and working with him. Uh, but what I'm going to go ahead and say, though, is with everything that you guys have shared, you have known him for a long time, doing uh, the activities that uh, he does as well in terms of uh, the Catch a Pig <laughs> event, the, non-pro- the nonprofit uh, uh, push that he's doing there. And that's one of the first questions I asked him because I looked at this LinkedIn profile and I said, okay, that, that looks fun. And so so we talked a little bit more about that. But one thing that I'm going to take away here is that you guys are in this uh, relationship uh, professionally and and person in a personal level, as you mentioned, Rod, earlier, that you can go ahead and connect with these individuals for over a decade. Yeah, and I think it was Donovan who identified that uh these types of relationships are very, very critical for everybody's growth. So I that that's awesome. Thank you. So on that note, uh, just going back to the mentoring mentee thing, David Rod, if you guys want to talk a little bit more, what what really works in terms of aside from the typical senior junior relationship, but what are the other factors that you guys kind of look into? but you're willing to share to the public of what you guys do and what makes it work. So if you guys don't mind.
5: Yeah.
4: David, you want to go ahead? Yeah. I'd like to jump in and just add a little bit more insight. One of the things that um, I spent a lot of the time with the mentors um, and one of the things that we try to encourage is that the mentor uh, who is the senior person doesn't, should not feel obligated (laughs) to give answers to questions uh, the mentees have. They're not there to be like a parent and tell them what they should do Um, and that's the unique thing. So a lot of mentors go in there with the assumption of oh my god I just inherited uh, uh, a child that I have to take care of and that's not the case at all. Uh, Really the, the role of the mentor is to facilitate uh, the exchange of um, communications, and in many cases, it's just listening, um, and maybe highlighting um, different points of view, but not giving them instructions or um, direction uh, in, in, a, in a direct sense. Um, making them aware of um, the dynamics of that of a decision or um, a career decision that they might have, or um, putting them in contact with the right people to help them. So it's a, it's a really um, rewarding opportunity for both parties if it's done properly. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, there,
1: when you're learning, I believe, you know, that it's, it's not too often that you want to go by a strict regimen. Um, obviously there are certain cases where you need to do that but um, in learning you need to let it naturally occur to the degree that you can um, still keeping it within within uh, some some bounds um, but as you're talking with somebody and just relating with them the natural connections are going to come out um, The, the and, and by that I mean the interests and <clears throat> when you meet somebody new in, in in a formal program, we give the opportunity to talk about a variety of things so that they can see where the connections are and from there where the conversation goes and then where the learning comes from. Um, because the more that you can connect with someone, the more likely they are, um, to, to be able to have an impact. And another one of the things that I talk about in, in my talks, I'll, I'll quite often, um, Talk about the need to find similarities with people, especially if you're managing somebody and you're having trouble disconnecting or trouble connecting with the person. And when I'm giving a talk, sometimes what I'll do is I will look for the person who is most physically different from me. So usually I'll find a young African American woman in the crowd, and I'll ask her to come up. I'm like, "Don't worry, nothing bad's going to happen. Just going to have you up here for a couple of minutes, and I will talk to her for 90 seconds max. And all it's going to be is, "Hi, my name's Rod. What is your name?" Uh, you know, and then I'll a- ask her about her background a little bit. I'll ask her where she's from. I'll ask her what she's. Uh, interested in. I'll ask her what teams she roots for. I'll ask her what hobbies she has. I'll ask her about her family. And every time she says something, I will try to find the connection that makes us similar. So if she says, well, I grew up in Baltimore. I was like, I I have always been around Baltimore. I love Baltimore. What do you love about Baltimore? Well, I love going out and, um, you know, eating at all the different barbecue places. I love barbecue places. What are your favorite barbecue places? So we, bam, we have barbecue um, and and eating in common. What teams do you root for? I'm a big Ravens fan. I'm a big Ravens fan, as you can see in the back there also. So we talk about the Ravens and how exciting it is to have Lamar Jackson what else are you into? You know, tell me about your family. I've I've got a brother and sister. So do I, you know, um, you know, what's your relationship with them? Like, and boom, boom. And by the end of 90 seconds, you know, we all give her a hand. She goes back down and I ask everybody, I say, what things can I now talk to her about? And hands get raised up and they talk about the barbecue. They talk about the Ravens. They talk about having two siblings or whatever it is. And I say, now, now think about it. When we stand next to, next to each other, you have this old white guy, and you have this young African-American woman, and you would think, what do they have in common? Well, now I've got six or eight different things that I can go up to her and just ask her about, and it builds relationship. And when you're building that relationship, it makes it that much more easy if I'm managing her to go up to her, especially if there's a problem going on, And have that conversation, not have her be on edge. She knows that I want her to succeed. She knows that we have a lot in common. And it just builds that relationship. It helps build trust. And I think that's how a good leader, a good manager, goes about creating that within
5: their workforce. That's super. Hey, Hey Rod. This is is Donovan. I had a question that... uh maybe you or David could comment on, uh, like you, I've had the, the good fortune to work for several different organizations and see different types of uh, leadership styles, different types of businesses, different types of objectives. Uh, can you speak a little to how important it is for top-down support of a mentor-mentee type relationship within the organization? Yeah, uh, and, and in the absence of that, uh, how people can either through uh, courses and folks like yourself or other resources uh, set that up within their own departments. Uh, and, and I asked that question, uh, like your lovely wife uh, we both work for the state and uh, the state is a lot of wonderful things, but in terms of organizational structure and in individual professional development um, candidly, it, it lacks in those departments.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, David, I can start or if you want to go. Yeah, go ahead, Rod. Okay, so obviously when, when, you have, when you're working in a corporation or even a small organization, it could be a nonprofit, whatever it is, whoever the top cookie is, they're going to set precedent and what the culture is. And hopefully they understand that. The question that I get sometimes in my workshops is, what do you do when you've got a bad boss or the person doesn't get it or they don't make time to do that? And that kind of follows into the second part of Donovan's question. So, uh, you know, it's, it's important for everyone to, and and I encourage you to do this. I, I'm a visual thinker, um, visual learner. So one of the things that I would encourage you to do, whether you're doing, you're here now or you're listening to this on a podcast later on is draw out what the organizational structure of your organization is and, you know, put everybody in there, Put you know, If Luann is the top dog, you know, she's the CEO or whatever, have her there. And then however it branches out. And then identify what you think, you know, what are they doing to color in a positive way um, what the culture is. And hopefully they're doing things like this. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about sometimes in our workshops is managing up and how to help your manager um, understand the, the critical role that they fill and the need that the people have, if they're not getting what, if, if, if the lead person is not driving good things, then how do you help make that happen? Um, so whatever your culture is, it's based largely on who that top person is. Um, and so you can then begin to dissect okay what's good about this what's bad about this and how can we change what's bad about this or to donovan's comment you know you're, you're in this really large corporation that moves really slowly what can i do to affect my little area of it and you can affect culture um you know you, you can have in a large organization or even a mid-sized organization and their culture is a particular way but you can have pockets Within that organization, where the culture is a little bit different because the person who's in charge of that department or in charge of that division does something slightly different to create, at least in their little realm, a different type of culture. So, for example, if you're in a, an organization where there's not a lot of employee relations going on, you know, it's come in, do your job, um, you know, once a year we'll have a holiday party, and that's pretty much about it. But within that organization, if you do something where, um, you know, the, the division or department manager holds um, a biweekly team huddle where everyone gets together and you're talking about, okay, what's on your plate? What do you need help with? Tell me something good. And you just spend 15 minutes with your team every week or every other week doing that. You may create a, um, a, sunny day group uh you know um where two or three people within your group um once a month they're like hey we're gonna have um potluck on the third thursday of every month or we're gonna do um birthday cakes on the second wednesday of every month for everyone who has a birthday that month or whatever it is so little things to create continuity and togetherness and relationship because again, it's relationships that, that drive the success of organizations. So if there's anything that you can do in the realm of what you control <clears throat> to the degree, you, you may just be a department manager. You may be even just a, a supervisor within a department, but you can interact with your team and build that camaraderie, strengthen the relationships, celebrate the little things, and that is going to create a Response in your employees that I want to be there because Chloe is a fun person to work for, and therefore, you know, even though ABC Corporation, where we work, isn't the best corporation, they don't do a lot. Um, Chloe is a great manager, and she makes me want to show up because I know that we're going to have cake on the 15th of every month or whatever it is.
4: Yeah, you know, Vic. Um... I really uh, agree with that, um, because what we 've seen right now is the the future of work is changing in the, the dynamics uh, m- Many people now are going to probably stay and work remotely and personalizing the business and creating um, an environment that encompasses uh, the whole element of, of a of a of a person, not just the work environment is really really. Going to be critical to to maximize the contributions of your your staff and your teams. So the mentoring ties in with that as well. Um, it's not just about uh, my career, but if I'm what's going on in in my personal life as well, um, without uh, intruding in any area that's uh, sensitive. So it's very dynamic. <laughs>
0: That's great. Thank you for the question, uh, Donovan and Renee. I know I chatted uh, that this is recorded, but if you want to introduce yourself or say hello, but no pressure. (laughs) Okay. If not, that's okay. Thanks for joining in. All right. So that's great. Uh, And especially right now, because there's so many things that's new and changing and evolving. No doubt finding that right mentor in one shape or form would be great. And if I could just bounce off of the idea of culture, because I, I, was a, I was a college faculty for psychology and diversity courses, and one of the things that I share is that, yes, the culture is a bigger body, but we also impact that culture in one shape or form. And hopefully you guys have already sensed that, you know, for Rod and I, what we're trying to do here is to engage everyone as much as possible, because we could all learn from each other. And... As, as, as great as Rod is and have him speak for 60 minutes at the end of the day. <laughs> You know, the, the dynamics of things. So thank you for that question. All right. So anybody else who has a specific question for Rod and or for the group? Uh, or we can bounce off with whatever pre-made questions that we had earlier with Rod as we were talking prior to this. But anybody else has a question? We
3: can just go ahead. I have a question for my friends. Like, she asked me this question, and I don't know how to answer. Like, she find she wants to have a network, like, find a mentor, but the starting point is really hard. Like, how can you invite somebody through a coffee meeting to like he you want to really, you know, he really wants to know you and he wants to be your mentor? So, I feel like there's a gap, and I don't know, like, what's the strategy like to, you know, get there to.
1: Good question, and ironic that you're the one asking this because the the reason Chloe and I know each other is we were both at a Hopkins event, and we happened to be at the same table. And she, you know, after you know 30 minutes of conversation, it was uh, there's probably six or seven of us. uh, She said. Hey, what you're doing sounds kind of cool. Can I talk to you more about that? <laughs> it's like, sure, absolutely. And so we ended up having a coffee across the street a couple of weeks later, and we had this really great, um, friendship, uh, bloom. And I'm, I'm so proud of, uh, of who she is and glad that I've gotten to know her. Um, but I think exactly what you just did in that situation, Chloe is what I would recommend. You know, I, I I would ask everybody this, and I think everybody knows the answer, what is the one thing that everyone loves to talk about most? It's themselves. (laughs) Themselves. What have I been doing for the majority of this time? I've been talking about me or my thoughts. Everyone loves talking about themselves. And so if you give someone an opportunity to talk about themselves, they're probably going to say, yeah, sure, I can tell you how I do that. So, um, you you know, you you know, and it's not something that if you're sincere that you have to feign interest over, you know, I I can think about uh, the first time I met Jay, um, I was like, wow, you, you know, here's this guy who has got this, you know, really cool travel agency. He seems like a neat guy. He's well connected. I would like to get together with him and have a coffee. And so I think that's basically what we did, Um, you know, same with Lisa Fuller. I mean, she's always out and about and she's so well connected. I wish that my network was half as good as hers. And it's just, uh, you know, and, and you can do it so easily today, especially if you use LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I really, really encourage people to use LinkedIn. You know, all you have to do is say, you know, Hey Lisa, it was awesome meeting you at the chamber event. Can we get together for a cup of coffee in a week or two? And you know, by, by saying in a week or two, you're giving her lots of time to look at her calendar. When is when can I have a half an hour? Um, you know, before I go in, or give me a chance to get out of the office at ten thirty or whatever. You know, and you know, let them set the the setting for when and how you have that conversation and that coffee. Most people, you know, you know, all you need to do is say, hey, I'd really like to hear more about what you do. Um, can we grab a coffee? And, you, you know, if you're introverted, you don't have to pick up the phone. Uh, you know, you use LinkedIn. And the thing that is great about LinkedIn is because I can then pull up Jean Marie's um, page. I can see exactly who she is. I can see her background. Um, you know, I can tell she's not a stalker because it's, you know, there's actually a picture and information there. I'm like, yeah, sure. Gene, we can get together. Um, you know, my calendar is open at these times. Uh, you know, does that work for you? We can meet at coffee, coffee or whatever. And so that's what you do. You know, you, you give them, you let them know, Hey, I'd like to learn more about what you do. Can we get together on, you know, within two, you know, next, you know, this month. You know, um, and I would bet dollars to donuts you're going to get a yes. And if you get a no, just try someone else.
0: And if they say no, that's a good thing because there's so many people, and if it's not a good connection, just like what David and Rod were saying earlier, that yeah, in an ideal world, everybody's saying kumbaya, but personality-wise, it's sometimes it. It's not, it's not a good fit. And if it's not a good fit, let's right. move on. Exactly. And, and speaking of what you just asked, Chloe, by all means, if you guys have a, a LinkedIn account or email or any contact information, if you're comfortable sharing to the group and to the public, feel free to go ahead and chat it in here on uh, that regard. And And I know, Rod, one of the things, one of the words you mentioned about being an introvert, I'm. I'm extremely introverted. Really, <laughs> I am. I mean,
1: you've got your own show and everything. I <laughs> I wouldn't say I, I I wouldn't have guessed that you would call yourself extremely introverted, but I, sure.
0: I, I am. That that's where I gain my energy and power when I have my alone time. But at the same time,
3: <clears throat> uh,
0: as an instructor and so on and so forth, I need to go ahead and and do this. But I'm after not, doing not things, I, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> crashing <now>. after. <laughs> But thank you. So, so that's what it is. Uh, you, you, you try to find ways, and just like what Rod identified earlier, you ask them what they're interested in and see how you can go ahead and make those connections. And, or it's the opposite. If you're not too familiar with what they're doing, because just going back to the supply chain individuals that we have here, I don't know much enough about that, but I want to know what's going on. So it's just these little things that you're willing to learn from what they, what they're doing. So there. Uh, all right. Again, enough about with me. So who else who has a question or Rod, you were about to say something else earlier. I,
1: I can't remember.
0: <laughs> all right. Great question. So far from the group. Awesome. Anybody else who's would like to go ahead and chime in or go ahead and share a little bit more about what's going on in the business world from a, this COVID-19 situation and Chloe I know you identified coffee point of view maybe virtual coffee that's, <laughs> that's yeah. what we may have to do for it now so uh, there Lisa I think you're, you're raising your hand by all means go ahead
6: so a lot of you are probably wondering what your carrier is doing for you regarding the fact that you're using your vehicle less, you're not driving to school, you're not driving to work. And if you haven't already received a check or heard from your carrier directly, I would encourage you to go to the carrier's website uh, because they usually have something posted there. And if you have not created an online account for yourself, then you should do that because you'll get a lot of information from that. And some carriers are using that as a method to connect with their clients.
0: And I'm super thankful that you brought that up because that's one of the questions I already had in mind. I need to ask Lisa about this.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, Lisa knows the industry like the back of her hand, and she's incredible with her customer service. But, but I mean, it's a great point. Um, you know, she she advised us to do that a little while ago. Reach out to our to our carrier, and you know, we were able to drop uh, our um, you know drop our bill fairly significant amount, so. That's
0: great, thank you. And David, uh, speaking of carrier and working at home, David was mentioning earlier that with the mentoring thing, it seems like you have adopted the kid, and and then now you are, uh, but it's not tax deductible, so. (laughs) But the reason I brought that up is because now, when you have set up your office space, so talk to your accountant in one shape or form of that this is going to be part of this and as we slowly open things up, but uh, I can't remember who mentioned that, but uh, yeah, even if we do open up, I think things are really going to change. And I think that's for the best that we have to uh, to work remotely as much as possible. And again, why not? So. There. Anybody else who has a question or anything that you, Rod, that you want to uh, share a little bit further? I know we had the list of questions earlier, but we have no, seven minutes here. Go ahead.
1: You know, this has been a great conversation. Um, the, the couple of things that I would want to get out to everybody is if you haven't already talked to uh, your Small Business uh, Administration contact, I really encourage you to do that. Um, I have been lucky enough to been on several webinars with SBA reps, and um, the, the programs that are out there, uh, it, it's, you know, it, it, it's almost like, um, you know, FDR's, uh, alphabet soup with all the different things that are out there nowadays. Um, so, if you are running a small business or even a medium-sized business, to to reach out to your SBA rep, um, ask about PPP um, and all the other different programs that are out there. I really, really encourage you to do that. Um, they know what they're talking about. Um, they're as on top of it as anybody can be. Um, there are a couple of things that federal government hasn't made. Completely clear <clears throat> and and even in those situations that they, they let you know that um, the other thing I would really encourage people to do is there are a ton of free webinars that are going on out there and i'll even if if I can share the screen real quick um, i I work with um, uh, a group that is doing the, um, this at uh, CCBC and uh, here's a list of topics that we're doing. Uh, yesterday, we did PPP clarification, SBA concerns. We had uh, Greyer uh, Malek, who was fantastic. If, you're, if you need an SBA contact, he is wonderful. He's down towards DC, uh, but that doesn't make a difference. Um, really, really bright guy. Next week, we're doing a program on HR concerns around COVID, The state of Maryland, at least, is beginning to relax some things. We have people coming back to the workplace. There are lots of questions around employment law. Well, you know, how do I do this? How do I deal with it? Uh, So we have Tamika Shelton, who is going to be talking about that. The following week, Mike Tisch, who runs a a group called Insights, a really neat guy he's going to be talking about, (coughs) excuse me, leadership during crisis. And then in June, we've got two programs, marketing during the pandemic. Sharon Washington is an international speaker, and she is amazingly fantastic and fun. Uh, if, if for nothing more than to be entertained for a half an hour, uh, I would encourage you to tune in for that. And then we're all still dealing, even though it's been you know, going on two months um, where it's been shelter in place uh, and we're getting out a little bit more. Staying mentally and healthy and physically sharp is really important, so we have a woman, Nancy Waring, who's gonna be talking about that as well. So these are all half-hour free workshops that are, webinars that are going on. Um, I can send, uh, I can post the link to these. It's all through Eventbrite, and then once you um, register through Eventbrite, it's a Zoom program. Uh, We only allow people to sign up for one at a time. So you can only sign up for the HR concerns now, but uh, when Thursday the 21st comes up, you'll be able to sign up for the next Wednesday uh, program. So I can post that in our chat.
0: Yes, that would be super. And what I'll do as well is that once we publish this recording, I will include this in the body of text uh, with other future events. And so speaking of future events, Uh, Maybe I'll just do that. I I actually want to hear from everyone who's willing to participate, uh, maybe one to five words that stuck with you with today's session. And I'll I'll be an example for that. One is mentoring, and the second one is relationships. So uh, that's for me. Anybody else care to share one or two words that's uh, critical for you, or you will... Be more focused on in the next few days, next few weeks. Or you can type it in, by all means. All right. And then maybe one thing, it seems like there's a huge number of mentor and mentee. One of the famous people that actually really focused on this is Socrates. And just like what identity, David identified earlier, it's not you providing answers. And that's where you have that phrase of Socratic questioning, wherein they are you allow them to go ahead and get the answers for themselves. And I think with the relationships that we build, and that's why we're trying to do these uh, virtual town hall sessions, is that as you're able to speak out, sometimes as you speak, you are able to figure out whatever it is, the answer that you have to get for yourself. Sometimes those things take place as well. Uh, All right, so thank you for typing. Thank you for uh, including those, whoever's willing to put in their information in there. And speaking of other free webinars, we have various Strength Through Stress sessions here, uh, uh, and it's free, it's Mondays at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at uh, 7 p.m. And then in terms of health and wellness, so the other practice that I'm involved with uh, for AAA Physical Therapy, we provide uh, uh, wellness services there as well. And then for fun, we have a workout buddy sessions on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And then if you want to have a wholesome video, happy hour (laughs) or playing Scrabble, 10 p.m. on Fridays tomorrow for that matter. So just want to go ahead and share it to everyone. It's going to be the same link, just how you guys logged in. Rod, any other last words that you want to share? And thank you for everything.
1: I just wanted to thank you, Manuel, for the opportunity. I wanted to thank everybody who came in. Um, loved the conversation that we all had. Keep supporting one another because that's the way that we're going to get through everything um, is just to if, – if you need anything, I, I mean, there's no reason to be – Ashamed, afraid, whatever. There are lots and lots and lots of resources that are out there. Just reach out to grab some help or to give some help.
0: Yes, wonderful. And on that note, last thing, I know I chatted the Coursera course and I know CCDC has this thing as well. Uh, And Rod and I were talking about this regarding COVID-19, is that uh, let's listen to the scientists as much as possible. And with this contact tracing, even if you do not have plans to become a contact tracer yourself, but when I went through the course, I learned a little bit more about the COVID-19, and then at the same time, you, um, in terms of relationships, the power of listening, it's also discussed there. So uh, and I know we're all inundated with all of these virtual sessions, but uh, feel free to go ahead and attend those. Rob, thank you again. To everybody who participated, who came in, super thank you.
1: Yep, and thank you.
0: Hopefully we'll see you guys in the future in one shape or form. And if you want to – I know you guys are professionals in your own right. If you want to do your own respective virtual hall sessions, whether it's travel or insurance or supply chain, we can have you as the host and then or as a as, as the guest speaker. Feel free to reach out to me. Thank you. Great. Thanks, everybody.
5: Thank you very much.
0: Take care.